to check out the Just a Girl exhibit on view until April 2nd at Angel City Brewery in downtown LA. What is up guys? I'm Jasmine Garcia and this is Can I Just Say? So this is part three of the uh, artist talk. We're going to continue it. Um, I'm going to start it off with like more of like... um, more in support for like Women's History Month. I have DJ Sister Q. She was our DJ for the Just a Girl exhibit and she was so badass. Just so it, it was great. It was a great, um, a great time. Uh, she played some great songs and it was a lot of fun. But um, I'm going to have her up next. And then following, we have Isabel. Uh, She's another well-known DJ all around LA, all throughout Cali. Um, Really, really dope. Uh, She, you know, I reached out, like I said, I I wanted to add in, you know, even if they're not a part of the exhibit, I wanted to include a lot of women that I see out there doing their thing, making big things for themselves in their life. And um, that's why I did reach out to Isabel. Um, She goes by... Uh, Bellatini and or you know she there are so many names La Bellatini LA Bellatini but um she's Isabel and I'm so excited that uh, we had a great combo and I can't wait for you guys to listen to that too so um yeah going back to the exhibit the exhibit was a hit it was great um it, it was a fun experience definitely I it, it's like getting a tattoo you want to I want to keep going I want to keep curating and creating these events um I already have a few things planned out and uh let's see what happens um I'm going to collab with uh one of my friends and we're gonna do I think a show more towards the end of May I believe or if not April and then as well at Art Bar. It's in Venice, but um, it's another spot that uh, it's, it's pretty cool. They have um, different types of shows, but um, it is a gallery. Uh, it's Art Bar in Venice. And um, yeah, we're going to have future a future event there as well. But that might be more towards the summer. Just, you know, I like to plan out and I like to... Uh, I want to make it like another great one that I did. <laughs> but, um, all right. So going back to the show. So, you know, what I, what I liked the most was how a lot of people really were just 
talking about the artwork and just I love how other artists were just talking and they were just telling us how you know they really enjoyed just create creating something new for this event because a lot of the pieces well all of the pieces except for one were specifically created for this event so everyone um yeah they they actually put some thought into this and they went with it and it's great that's why i decided to do the artist talk i wanted you guys to hear uh what they have to say what they have to say behind their piece and why they created it for us <laughs> so um i'm excited we have uh a few things lined up so i hope i get to see y'all there thank you guys you know i always appreciate your support and it, it means a lot it definitely does i love seeing your faces and i love hanging out with you all at once in one place so it's always really cool but um let's get it started we have dj sister q up next and then following we have isabel la bellatini la bellatini <laughs> bellatini <laughs> so many names <laughs> but um yeah let's check them out go to their shows go to all the uh different venues their residencies that they go and dj at and yeah enjoy can i just say <laughs> hey this is jess this is a podcast for you to say whatever you want on whatever topic you want to talk about join me Let's listen to our community, real people, talk about real life situations. You come up with a topic, and I interview you. It's just all about keeping it real while having fun, right? So join, listen, and participate. Boom, hello? Hello. Yo, what's up? How are you? I'm good, how are you? good thank you so much for doing this i know like we have like crazy schedules and like just thank you you know i appreciate you for taking the time to do this for me yeah, no um, so okay so i did see a post on instagram and you put that like you go by your name or whatnot so i wanted you to properly introduce yourself to let everybody know who you are <laughs> <laughs> so, so i go by kelene uh my full name is jacqueline but uh you know growing up in a mexican household people are like kelene kelena I was like, oh, oh, I was like, I need to make sure to not call her that name. No, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> nah, not a big deal. I'm always like, if you are going to call me by my name, I'd rather have the full name than people calling me Jackie, you know? And I'm like, yeah, how are you going to assume? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. Is that how you kind of came up with the, the cue with the sister cue? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> cool. That's cool. That's cool. How did you even get just because you're so into reggae? How did you come up with your name? Um, I actually was, I didn't have a DJ name at first when I first started DJing. Like, I was just going, oh, Kaleen, DJ Kaleen or whatever. Yeah. For, like, the first few months, I guess. And then I was just kicking it with a bunch of, like, Rastas and shit at this one house. And then it was be like, hey, you know, a lot of people can't say Kaleen. Like, well, yeah. Call me Q. And then, you know, they started calling me, like, oh, Sister Q or, like, oh, my sis or whatever. And then, you know, like, there's, like, some dope ass 
girl like well women like jamaican artists like sister nancy sister carol mm-hmm. so i kind of just got it from there just and like people saying uh-huh. it and i was like i guess that's gonna be my dj name fuck it, it, it i like it fuck it yeah well sister q dj sister q no i'm just kidding no <laughs> When okay, so usually the first question is, um, you kind of let us know who you are, uh, where you know, born and raised, like where you're from, uh, things like that, uh, and then kind of just tap into like the whole like how you started getting into DJing. Hey, my name is Kelleen. Um, I'm 31. I started DJing when I was 20, so I've been DJing for 11 years. Dang, um, that's I'm already. Yeah, <laughs> time flew. Yeah. Um, I'm a graduate of the Beat Junkie Institute of Sound. You know, uh, that's where I found you. Oh, really? That's dope. Because yeah, um, like I've always just followed like Beat Junkies and like all that stuff. And like me too, like I'm into music and like everybody just always would always tell me back in the day, like, man, you should get into DJing. Like I see you as a DJ, like because I just always like dope music that a lot of that's other kind of what happened like. to me, honestly. Yeah, like, you know? And then that's why in the <laughs> that's tight one of my um yeah one of my old homies from back in the day from like the backyard ska scene like you know mexican ska yeah. like um he used to dj and like he used to drum be the drummer for mata mosca actually uh, and i used to roll with him to shows and stuff and he would dj the shows but then when mata mosca would have to play he's like hey help me um just play some music in between while I'm like while I go up. He's like, I'll let, I'll teach you how to use my stuff. I was like, all right. So then he kind of taught me how to use like the CDJs that he had. He had a super yeah. old setup. So like I would just yeah start like putting music on my stuff and then like I would bring a couple like CDs or whatever and like play on his shit like in between the bands for like a good like the little ten minute intervals or whatever. So that's yeah. kind of how I got exposed. And then he's like, you should just do it. Like, you ha- you like music. You like a lot of good music. And I was really into ska and reggae and hip-hop and stuff back then. I was like, you know what? I'm down. And, like, the punk scene, all that. So one day uh, in 2012, I just was like, okay, that's my New Year's resolution. I'm going to just buy equipment that I can afford right now. And then just, like, basically teach myself. And I just kind of taught myself how to use stuff. Um, I started with, like, um cds because that's what i kind of knew at the moment yeah and then i was like all right eventually i'm gonna have enough money and i'm gonna buy myself a pair of turntables so then eventually yeah i bought myself a pair of like little cheap turntables and i attached them to that mixer so i was playing like cds and vinyl at one point and just because i wanted more range i guess at the moment yeah and then i just kind of got like super vinyl heavy into like um like deep roots right stuff and like just strictly jamaican stuff uh because you're like type of music you're so yeah and it just kind of happened like me getting into the reggae thing and that's kind of how i started djing because like i knew a lot of people in the music scene as far as (laughs) like backyard shows and just like musicians in general yeah and i was like hey i'm gonna start djing if you guys ever need a dj and a lot of my musician friends really helped me out like with hooking me up with gigs and like letting me play at their like little bars with them and stuff oh that's the best you know always having your homies there for support you know what i mean yeah and like there wasn't a lot of girls that i knew of that were like spinning that type of music like i knew like a very handful of them but they had been doing it for so long already and like they weren't like as active i guess so then i just kind of popped in and i i really got into like hardcore like playing jamaican music and just like um underground shit really and like i was really into hip-hop and punk and i've just always been into a bunch of music but like the first i would say like three or four years i was heavy into like 
playing at ska shows and reggae shows and like i've got to play at a lot of dope places even through just spinning reggae so i'm once i was in the game like four years i, I was like dude I'm, i have all these other records that i collect just like for myself and i'm like i should start playing them out yeah so i hooked up with these two other girls that i knew and we started just kind of like playing together as like not really a crew but just together to mix like all our different genres like i would like play like the dancehall reggae hip-hop and then they would play like you know like funk and boogie and then i eventually just started like i was like i don't really want to play the same stuff like it's cool to like have your niche or whatever but i've always been like very diverse with my music tastes and my everything tastes like i don't really like to box myself in so I was like, I'm just going to start playing whatever the fuck I want to play. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been cool. Like, I've been really getting into playing a lot of different styles. And then, like, going to Beat Junkies was, like, my hip-hop dream right there. And that was just, like, a total other experience. So Yeah, how did you get into that? Um, I actually used to go to this record store um, that used to be kind of local where I live. It's called Record Jungle. I don't think they're in business anymore. I think they're hmm. just an online thing now. But uh, the dude... I knew this guy that worked there and then I ended up meeting the owner because I would go to the record shop all the time. Mm -hmm. And I found out that Beat Junkies Institute of Sound was opening because they were like hosting like, I think they were going to be part of like one of their parties, like a grand opening thing or something. Yeah, because this is something new, isn't it? Or no? Like the whole, like where they teach you how to DJ or no? Has it always been around? No, it's, they opened in like 20s. 17 or something or oh, okay, okay. i know it, the school's only five years old i started oh, okay, going okay. in 2019 so oh, okay. i went there for a good three oh, years damn, before i finished before COVID times. Dang. yeah was, yeah we had a lot of that too but like we still managed to make it through even though there was like some pauses in between but yeah like i got to experience the last level pretty dope because it was already like okay things were kind of going back to normal but mm-hmm. it was dope i've spent three years there and i like I went from like, okay, I'm a pretty decent DJ, like just, you know, by ear. I've always kind of had that like thing about music. I don't know. Yeah. But then once I learned like the technical aspect of it and like they break down how they do these things, because I've always been like, dude, how do people fucking do this and that and that? And like just like turntablism has always been like mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. So when I learned that there, I was like, dude, like, I think this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like, it sounds cheesy, but like, I feel like I'm meant to be doing what I'm doing and like, I hope that I get to DJ for a long time and yeah, like I think out more, of nowhere, re- more recognition, but like stop sleeping on me though. <laughs> no, like little by little, like you know what I mean. Like you just got to put that work in, and you are, and you have. So yeah, that's yeah, why now I, people are trying to notice you. You know, they're like, "Damn, who's this?" Because I mean, if I can, if I'm able to find you now, you know what I mean. Like other people yeah, are. It's definitely- always cool. Yeah, it's always cool when like random people that you kind of don't really would think like, "Oh, what." find you like end up finding yeah. you like, you connect with cool people so thank you for inviting me to the angel city thing by the way no i wanted to i know there's like a lot of djs out there and i wanted to specifically like you know a female dj but i wanted specifically one that was kind of like similar to the taste that i have in music you know yeah. and so i was like i need like well first off i know like a lot of my friends know you so then i was just like okay cool so they kind of like sent me out you know they sent me a few djs but then i just kind of kept going towards you i was like nah like i like her i like her and then not only the beat junkies it was all it was with that not only was with the you know with the beat junkies like i was saying it's also with like the reggae and i was like dude i need her so then yeah i reached out i was like i need that's like you know and it 
I, I don't know. I know we're not going to be playing a lot of that type of music, but just alone, the vinyl. We'll, like We'll sprinkle some in there. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I trust you and I know like you, it's like, I just trust you. So I already know that you're going to have a great show. But Thank um, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I'm very like I just play what I like. Like I don't like I, like I know people probably like oh, but you started playing reggae or oh, I thought you were this. I'm like no, like I'm I do what I want. <laughs> and the like, goth stuff that you do, like the gossing or like what is it that you do? Like you do a lot of like the new wave. Like it's dope. Yeah, like you know? there's a lot of it's because right now there's I think within the last few years there's been a lot of really dope like post punk and like dark wave coming out of like yeah. Mexico and like Spain and like different countries like not even yeah. like here too but when you branch out and you really see like the underground scene everywhere else I'm like damn dude I want to like play this stuff you know like mm-hmm. anyone could play new wave and stuff and all that but I really like the cool new like bands that are coming out in that genre right now so I'm like dude I'm gonna like create my own little thing and start playing this type of music out it, shoot fucking do it you know do what you feel do what you want and That's with the Beat Junkies knowledge, I could literally play any type of music I want, like, a, and a certain way and make it sound dope. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm all right with that. No, that's so cool. Do you have any cool, um, do you have any upcoming shows coming up uh, soon um, that you want to give a shout out to? Um, I don't have any lined up besides the one I'm doing for you right now. Um, but it just kind of like, it kind of comes as time goes, like. I'll have like periods of time where I'm like, damn, I haven't DJed or whatever. Like I should really put myself out there a little more like for myself, you know? And then I have like my time periods where I'm like, man, I'm not really busy, but then it always comes. Something always yeah, comes. Yeah, I get you. It's like out of nowhere. Now you have all this stuff lined up. Do you, yeah. are, would you ever consider like a residency? Like where you're like, you know, oh, like where that's you're. been my goal for a long time. It's just, you know, like I don't know the right people sometimes. Like it just what's is like what your it favorite is. or like what's the bar or like the venue or where would you like your dream? <laughs> damn, I haven't thought of that. I mean, it'd be really dope. It'd like, be really damn, dope to do like here, a festival you know? stage. Yeah, it'd be dope to do like a big concert, like open up for like a big band. Like that's I've had kind cool. of like those, but not to like an extent where it feels like oh my god this is huge you know man like i would have pictured you like what happened this past weekend like the reggae festival like, I don't see what? but i'm very i'm very picky about my reggae and i don't I really know, like all that yes, <laughs> I, I, know. Like, I call I, it like I, the light reggae i know but the dude from tom i mean not tom, reggae yeah. yeah, I know. Not white reggae. My bad. <laughs> no, but it is. Like, that's, that's just a nicer way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my bad. Let me see it's a nice way. Cali but reggae. True. I'm like, I don't really, yeah. If anything, I would have been more hyped for Snoop Dogg and Warren G and all that. <laughs> that was random, though, when I did see the lineup. Nah, but that one fool from Dub Club was there. So I just picture you, like, after that fool from Dub Club. Not Tom, but what's that other guy's name? Oh, Boss Harmony, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, Harmony. I th- yeah. I think he was playing, yeah. So, I don't know. I just pictured you, like, after, like, A, represent us women. Yeah, shout out to Dub Club, actually, because those dudes have given me some pretty cool opportunities to play at the Echo. So, shout out to them. Hey, that's really yeah. cool, too, because Dub Club is my spot for real. Yeah, like, I actually, right before the pandemic got really bad, or I don't I don't remember. But, um, yeah, he let me do an opening set, like, on the main stage yes. at Dub Club. It was really fun. Like, the vibe is different. Like, I've done upstairs yes. a few times. Oh, really? radio, like, but... in, like at the echo part yeah. i think it is yeah yeah because you know they'll do like the two room parties back mm-hmm. in the past or whatever yeah i used to do up there and open for bands up there um and i did the main stage like twice and that just fe- it just feels different up there so it does yeah i'm glad that they let me do that that was cool 
Nancy, you're fucking dope. I can't wait to have you at the show. Um, are you gonna do like all vinyl set or are you gonna do what do you what do you have like in store? I was actually gonna bring it's just just a lot like when I bring vinyl, it's like unnecessary, like uh, more work because I have to bring all my equipment. But I am gonna bring like a crate of strictly just women Okay, cool, cool. I was even um, collabing with you and just giving you some of mine too, like to base off of and then you know, like maybe one that you're like making or what? Oh good, good, good. And I have a lot of that. Like, I have a lot of it on vinyl. So, and if I don't, I have a lot of shit on Serato too. So, I was maybe going to do like an hour on digital, maybe an hour on vinyl. Like, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And we got the visuals behind you. We have everything set for you. It's going to look yeah, dope. I'm excited. That's going to be dope. And I have been seeing DJs at Angel City. And I'm like, how do I get up in there? <laughs> AC. And maybe this will like now lead you to like other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Never know. I played, played Bar 82 around the corner, the barcade. Oh, that spot's pretty dope. And yeah. the spot's really big, actually. You played outside or where? Um, Like, towards the where the bar is at. They have, like, a set of turntables there. I do, oh, I do a vinyl when I go there. I might actually oh, do it okay. again soon. The guy hit me up again, but I'm not sure when. But. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, good things always come. I try not to get discouraged or feel like, oh, my God, I should be doing more. Or, like, there's so many better DJs than me. Like, I don't like to compare myself anymore. Like, that was the thing that happened maybe like years ago when I was still kind of like feeling like, oh, I don't know. And of course, when you first like, start out, you know, it's like, you know, yeah, I'm like, I do this shit because I like it and it's yeah. fun for me. And I'm not over here trying to like be super popular. It's really dope when people do care and like hit me up and actually like give me props. Of course. It feels yeah. good, you know, but like my mission is not to like, oh, I want to be a popular and like make everyone like me and blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and i think I you're doing like a great job about it too because that's why you know you're gonna have your your fans the people that like you for a specific reason you know what i mean so no nah, yeah, it still shocks me it shocks me when someone's like oh you're one of my favorite dj or they just like the things people say trip me out i'm like oh well that's cool because like i genuinely enjoy it and that's why i try not to take myself too seriously like yeah i'm just like no, hey man i'm out here <laughs> No, but you have to remember, it's just because, like, you're playing music that a lot of, like, other DJs aren't playing. So I think, you know, a lot of times, like, that's another reason why I appreciate what you do is because you're playing stuff to, like, bring that brings that back memories for us and things that we want to hear at venues or bars or whatever, you know? So yeah. that's, trust me, trust me, you, you, you're doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So I always like to ask, uh, like five things. Let's see. Um, are you more of like a morning person or a night person? Um, night person. I like to sleep a lot. <laughs> yeah, same. Oh, what's your sign? What's your birthday? Uh, I'm a Sagittarius. What? Sagittarius AF. What? <laughs> you said X. No, I'm just saying you. I mean, capital A, capital F. No, I'm just <laughs> so funny um what's one of your uh go-to like what do you prefer breakfast lunch or dinner um damn well it depends what time you wake up what breakfast lunch or dinner really is <laughs> like, <laughs> now but like what would like even at whatever time like any time well my like favorite that? breakfast is probably pho soup that's my shit right there what? generally for breakfast it's delicious yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for breakfast um what's your favorite color um mustard yellow like but you know that like it's not yellow yellow but it's that mustardy yellow like yeah i think i know yeah 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 it's like not a bright yellow it's more like toned down like this it goes good with like turquoise and stuff. yeah 
That's like that. And purple. I would say and black. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just like colors. <laughs> <laughs> What's your um like your favorite song right now? Like one of your like you have to listen to every day. Ooh, lately? Hmm. I've been into that new Caliucci song. Uh mm-hmm. look up go look for it's it called i wish you roses it's really sweet and angelic and i'm looking forward to her album it's already coming out in a couple mm. weeks do you have any other hobbies besides your dj i see your instagram how um you're running and doing oh, your yeah. thing i'm into fitness and... right now hardcore yeah no hardcore fitness. yeah you know, i go healthy. to this like uh boot camp gym it's called the camp shout out to the camp <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I've lost 30 pounds going there so far. Mm, that's so fucking amazing. I love to hear stories, though, of, like, people that are dedicated and, like, actually saying that they did get something out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's all really about commitment. And, like, anyone can do it. It's yeah. just, like, stop making excuses and get your ass up and go. Like, Dude. it's really hard. But, like, the benefits outweigh, like, the pain. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you got this. Um, do yeah, you have to, like, or do you go trails or is there like a favorite like yeah, I was I was very outdoorsy like back in the day but I don't know as I got older I kind of like don't go on as many hikes which I probably should it'd be good for my mental I think um but I've been going on my little outdoor walks and I just I'm really hardcore into that like my fitness right now with like lifting and like that's what I yeah, like yeah like that's my thing like I go every day and it's my like little therapy it hurts and it's really really hard but it's crazy to see like my body change. I'm like, damn, it's really yeah. No, it makes a difference. Even just yeah, I need to. I want to gain more uh, upper arm strength. I, do, I yeah, wanna... like I don't even care about losing weight. Like the reason I lost thirty pounds is because I lost twenty in six weeks because I did this challenge that they do, and um, I lost twenty in six weeks, twenty one, and then I just kind of kept going, and I was like, I'm not really worried about the pounds right now. Like yeah, I want to like build muscle and stuff because I got like super into the lifting. But then I ended up still, like, I kept kind of losing weight at my own pace. So right now I'm at 30 pounds and, like, I feel great. Yeah, fuck it. As long as you feel good, looking good, shoot. Who cares? Yeah, and it helps with the DJ stuff because I can lift, like, my stuff and not feel, like, winded and all that. I'm like, it feels good to be able to lift these turntables and all this stuff without, like, feeling like I'm going to pass out. (laughs) um what's your ig let everybody know your ig so you know they can follow you get in contact with you for anything for sure um my ig is at dj dot sister dot q sister spelled with the s-i-s-t-a-h because everybody forgets the h (laughs) um (laughs) you would think though you would just pop up you know what i mean like if you start writing in kelin i'm like the first person q-u-e-l-i-n-e bam i'm like the first one right there um yeah, and then from there, you could click on my link tree that's in my bio, and it takes you to my Twitch page where I do some live um, live shows on there. Sometimes I do Blazy Sundays, which is strictly reggae, Jamaican vinyl. Yeah. And then I've been starting, for the last year, I was doing um, It Is Darks, and that's where I play my Mexican, Spanish, French, Russian, post-punk, anything that I feel like playing on there that's like post-punk, dark wave, whatever. Um and yeah uh, sometimes i'll just pop on twitch lately uh i haven't been on there because i was having some equipment issues but they're fixed now so i'm gonna go full force on the twitch do you always announce it before yeah i'll usually like make a flyer or something and like okay. put it on my story or whatever oh fun 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 okay um, just so keep it a lookout for that i also have some mixes on mixcloud that'll show you that's basically a great example of what i do on twitch it's just you can actually just listen to actual mix 
Oh, sure. That's on my link tree too. And yeah, I, just, I pretty much just post any updates on my Instagram. It's like pretty much my DJ slash meme slash um, Chiyona page. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, do you have any last words? Is there anything that you want to like let, you know, the listeners know, advice? Um, it could be really whatever you want. It's just your last words. Cool. Um, I don't know. I, I wish I had like some inspirational words or something, but... <laughs> Uh, oh, like whatever you live much, by, a quote, yeah, like, anything, whatever. Just at the end of the day, do what you want. Like, hey. that's it. Like, just mm-hmm. I do what I want. <laughs> yeah, and love everyone it. should. Like, no matter what you do, there's always going to be someone judging you, whether you're genuine about it or you're faking the funk. It doesn't matter. Like, someone's always going to judge you. So just stay true to yourself and do your own thing. And, like, who cares what people think? Yeah, just do it. Yeah, just go for it. Whatever it is, just go for it. Like me, I just went for it. Just go. I want to be a DJ. Okay, go for it. Bam. Here we are 11 years later. (laughs) (laughs) Now now we're doing interviews for a podcast. (laughs) No kids, no man. Like I'm doing my thing. That's the best life. Just just in case I am single. No, I'm kidding. so silly hey no but for real go check her out she's really dope um i can't wait to um i just can't wait for everybody just to check you out at the show and just know who's G- who dj sister q is you know yeah that would it's gonna be dope but um all right girl well if there's anything else just shout it out but if not i'm just gonna uh end it and then i'm gonna post this probably tomorrow cool yeah um just thanks for um the little interview. I enjoyed talking to you. Um, look forward to meeting you personally on the second. Yeah. Sometimes it's crazy. Yeah. That's why I wanted to do this because doesn't it feel like we already known each other? You know what I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> I kind of forgot know right now. I, like, people are not if like they vibe or not. Like I could just yeah. tell. Very like, like I kind of forgot. I kind of forgot that I haven't met you until you said that right now. I was like, wait a minute, I haven't met her. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's a good sign <laughs> you said all right <laughs> hey i'm an aquarius i don't know if you got like homegrown aquariuses oh, but no. actually the men of my life that have i have been like super sprung on have always been aquarius I'm what? Like, <laughs> damn all you motherfuckers <laughs> so funny hey i think we're compatible though yeah aquarius uh, yeah, as friends but we're the guys they got to, they gotta work on it they gotta work on it <laughs> Well, before you make me fall in love with you, damn them! A <laughs> hey, Aquarius is stay yeah. away. No, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. I will tell you that. I know that's like me with cancers. Cancers always fuck me up. I'm like yeah, a so like. I'm actually Sagittarius, Cancer, Aries. As what? Well. So I'm like, this makes so much sense. Why I'm such a Chiona, but I'm also like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I just want to hold your hand. Like I'm very yeah. romantic. Yeah. or pendeja who knows <laughs> hey fuck it either one you know at least you're showing your love yeah i mean life is short you know yeah that's how i see it i'm like fuck it just let me be and let me do and let me feel what i want and if you don't like it then well i guess we'll figure it out in the end yeah pretty much <laughs> but not nah, girl thanks so much i appreciate you but i'm gonna end the podcast and Let's have a great all right you too i'll see you soon okay talk to you soon bye Peace. Up next is Bellatini. So 
I reached out to her because she's just so badass. I would always see her at Hello Stranger events. And, you know, I always wanted to know, like, who is this chick? She's so cool. <laughs> um, you need to go check her out. Her DJ sets are just so fun. Like, it's just fun to see her. You know, it's fun to see her perform. Um, yeah, she's a performer. You know, she she's dancing behind there and she's expressing her, her feelings. She's, you know putting on music that she wants to play and I think that's really dope so um you know I reached out to her and I'm really glad that uh she agreed I haven't met her so that's another thing that I think is so cool because this conversation is like one of my favorites um you know that's when you know like I think that's why I like this so much is because I want to get to know people that are doing great things and I I'm nosy I want to know I want to know how you got to where you got to, you know, let's get to know you a little bit on a personal level if we can. But um, yeah, I've never met her. And it's really cool how our conversation went. And um, I have a lot of recordings with some of my friends. Most of them are my friends. The ones that I do interview, they're people that are in my uh, circle, people that I've met throughout my journey. And um, I haven't met Isabel. And same went went goes for um, for DJ Sister Q. I didn't meet her prior to the to the actual interview, but you know we did meet now um, for the show, and she's so cool so cool so it's it's awesome that I can have these conversations uh with people that I've never met and it, it could just go so well and you can really get to know someone on a personal level and you know it that means a lot that's cool but um check out we have Isabel La Bellatini LA Bellatini I'm gonna name her all these names always <laughs> every time I see her if I do if I do when I do in person <laughs> I'm just gonna say all of them <laughs> But um, yeah, check out her episode. Uh, that's next. Ooh, what is up? How are oh. you? Hi, how are you? Good, good, good. So I have Isabel. Um, I I wanted to get you on this episode, uh, mostly because I'm celebrating uh, Women's History Month, and I did that art show, and I just felt like you know, let's continue it. Let's continue with these powerful ass women, you know. So um, I wanted you to get on it, and I'm glad you you're you're down for it but um usually the first question i let you start off um explain who is the fabulous isabel dj and all explain your story uh you know even you know your roots like where you're from uh things like that oh my god well first i'm really happy that you asked me to be a part of this it's always really nice uh just to be you know just to talk to other people that that Obviously, if they if you think I'm cool, then I think that's cool because I think you're yeah. cool, so it works out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw you at Hello Stranger, um, and just you know what like caught my attention is just like your vibe, like you know, like yeah, you're playing dope ass songs and like dope ass music, but like instantly, like I don't know why, like just your vibe, like I could just I was like, ooh, she's over there like feeling it, like I to just like you know see more of you you know I was like man she's fucking cool you know there's a lot of people that are not chill like that that are just like positive and happy and just like you know so I caught that from you right away and I was like man I need to get her oh man that's so nice you know all that's with work right I think like as I've gotten older 
I've just got, I've gotten more grounded and more sure of who I am sure. and what I'm doing. And like the more, the older I get, the more I've learned that like, the more I focus on just being a better version of myself on the daily and not focus on anyone else or, you know, meaning like not taking, not being too preoccupied with how other people yeah. live their lives. You know, I think that's yeah. always, like that weight has been definitely lifted off my shoulders. I don't really worry about how other people, I don't give a half opinions on other, how other people live their lives. I just choose to participate or not participate and move on. You know? Yeah. Um, but with regards to like the music and the DJing and all that, oh my gosh, DJing is like one of my favorite things in the whole world. I mean, just listening and singing and dancing is, you know, as you know, so fun. And so being able to like, my Virgo sensibilities are fulfilled because I'm like, I have yeah. now, when I, when I go to a place, I have full control of the music and yeah. so I get to like dance to all the, all my favorite music. It's like, you know, no, I'm my own favorite I'm always, I've always been wanting to try DJing out and, but, um, but yeah, but where were you, um, let's see, where were you born? Where were you born and raised? Well, just FYI, back on the DJ thing, if you ever want to learn how to DJ, come over, I'll show you how to DJ. I'm always down to help. So out of like just random equipment that it's just in boxes and I'm like, uh, oh, like, I don't know what to do with it. Bring it, bring it. I will gladly (laughs) show you. We'll have dinner. We'll have some wine, whatever you're into. And I'll show you how to do it. And and it's, and then you could, you just, you, I was taught like skills. I was taught techniques and I was taught all that stuff, but I'm the one who taught myself how to DJ really. Right. Cause it's all style. And so I have my own style. You're going to have your own style and you'll pick that up you know, once you learn the technique. So I'm, I'm confident in that. And if you have a love for music, like that's all you need. So I can, I can help you with that for sure, dude. Don't even trip. What dope. That's really dope. Thank you. I appreciate that. But uh, where was I born? So, okay. Um, I was born in Camarillo. So I was born in, in um, yeah, my parents were, you know, my mom was a 17 year old and my dad was 21 that was the first of you know of i was the first on my mom's side oh you're the first oh yeah i'm the first of like 15 grandkids or something on my mom's yeah. side yeah back in the day though because yeah same with my fam like my fam's like hella big yeah <laughs> yeah no and it was cool because like we had we live very similarly to how i live right now which is cool like i, I lived uh in a, on a property in Newbury Park, my grandparents bought this big property uh, out there when they first moved out there, and they it has like a bunch of little houses, a couple duplexes, and trailers. And most of our family lived there, so I had like cousins and my aunts in one house, and another cousin and an aunt in another house. So I was raised really around my family, you know. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, and I currently live a life kind of similar to that. I have my own property um, here in Highland Park that's like on a half acre and uh that like it's kind of now it's like my chosen family you know like people stay with me that are part of my family and you know my friends and this is yeah it's kind of like I'm sure you've seen online or whatever I was gonna say the Latin lady ranch is like a whole yeah (laughs) I was uh noticing that on hashtags and stuff like that I was like okay okay this is cool Mm. it's really cool It's, it's so many amazing artists have come through here and continue to come through here and just kind of like 
sharing the space. And during the pandemic, this place became super special because like no one had anywhere to go, right? So I opened up my garden to like a few friends. And so we were able to maintain our distance still, but still hang out. And like my friend Junior, um, he goes by Gilly the Answer on Instagram. Like, oh yeah, he's another dope dude. He's so dope. Oh my oh God, my I God. follow him too. <laughs> he the, dance all his dance routines and <laughs> so funny. The cutest, the cutest, coolest dude ever. And he's um, an Aquarius, I think, because he celebrated his birthday after my soul. I was like, what? I don't think he's an Aquarius. Like, what? <laughs> I, was like, I try not to put that against him. I try not to put that against him. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> but okay, so that's cool. So you're kind of like, you grew up in Orange County. That's cool. No, Ventura um, County. Ventura County. Oh, Ventura, oh, Ventura, yeah, Ventura County. County. Yeah, it's a little, I, I think it's a little more chill. I don't know. I guess I, I don't spend much time in Orange County, but yeah, I was raised out in, in Orange County, in uh, Orange County, in Virginia County. <laughs> I moved to, I've lived in all parts, I mean, all parts of LA since I was like 20. I moved out to, you know, LA, I moved to Culver City, I've lived, I've even lived in Valencia for a while, I had a couple of properties out there that I lived, yeah. I didn't hey, love that's it a pretty actually. cool area because it's so like secluded from everybody else, kind of, you know what I mean? Uh, I have an I office not- out there. I did not like it. I did not like it. It's like, you know, you have to get used to it, but I'm sure at the age you were there, it's probably, it probably wasn't the right time, you know? It probably you know wasn't. I think about it now. Like, I think that maybe it was the right time because if I had lived closer, maybe I would have, like, partied more or something in my yeah, 20s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so since I had to do a little bit more of a drive, I, I wasn't, like, raging out, out as much. Yeah. So maybe that was, like, the protection, you know what I mean? Living out there with some sort of, like, safety net, you know? Because then I could escape. I got to look at the positive side of what it was. Yeah. You know, I had to have learned something living out there. But yeah, I mean, I was raised, I was, you know, I'm the oldest of three. And I've always just kind of, you know, I'm the oldest of three, but the oldest of all the cousins. So for a good portion of my life, I've had to kind of like watch over them or take care of them. You know how it is, yeah. being like, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you have a so, twin yeah. sister? I don't know why I thought you have a twin. No? No, you but you know what? So oh my gosh. Everyone <laughs> thinks she's my twin. We do look very similar. <laughs> What's horrible, everyone either thinks she's my twin or that she's older and she hates that. Oh my gosh, she's <laughs> younger than you. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's more she carries herself more maturely, I think. I think I just have like a youthful disposition, you know. Yeah. Like, same, kind of same. A, like, and she's definitely much more, has a much more, you know, she's always been very studious and uh, more scholastic and just, like, yeah. more, I think, generally more responsible than me, you know? I mean, we joke that her kids, my niece and nephew, are going to end up, like, taking care of me growing up. So, you know, <laughs> like, I would be living with them. I hear you, yeah. Um, wait, so then going back really quick, since you were saying that you were driving back and forth um, in Valencia and stuff like that. So you're already, like, perf- like doing your DJ thing already around that age? No. So, you know, what I was doing is um, really early, like at 20, 20 years old, I started working in film and television. So I worked on a Whoa. show called Party of Five. I don't know if you <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I got hired in, in the accounting office and it was cool. I was able to work in the accounting office. So I was able to see what everyone gets paid and what everyone's getting paid and what the cost of things is. So I learned a lot about the industry and from that perspective and I got to like see I mean my boss at the time Vince Rotunda he hired me with no experience I mean I really had no production TV experience but we went out to lunch one day and because my boyfriend at the time was working for him and you know we kind of just got along really well and I just kind of put out there I was like hey if you guys ever need help not knowing at all what 
it means to work in the film industry, not knowing anything about it, really. I was just yeah. like, hey, I'm down to help. And that was probably, um, that was a very monumental time for me because I, from that point on, went on to work on the first five seasons of Survivor. I've worked on, um, you know. And all of the counting I did accounting on Survivor, and then I remembered at the end of uh, the doing the five seasons, I remembered very clearly that Vince told me early, right when he hired me, he was like, I'll only hire you if this isn't a job and a, and a career in which you want to pursue, because there are a lot of people that really want this career that come out here and sacrifice a lot to be here, you know? And yeah. if this is just going to be a regular old job for you, then I'd rather not hire you and give it to someone who, you know, really wants it. And the second thing he told me was, and you also have to then promise me that if you don't like accounting, if it's not your thing, like I want you to learn everything while you're here, go to all the different departments, see what you're into and get out of accounting as fast as you can. Um, because it's going to get more and more difficult for you to leave accounting and do other things if you want to within this industry. And so after like five seasons of working on Survivor, I realized that while accounting, you know, was a great gig and it, I was able to travel and I was really grateful for all that. I did not want to be behind a desk pushing yeah. and buttons and you know, that, that was just not my vibe. And I wanted to do something a little bit more creative. I wasn't exposed to this kind of lifestyle from any of my friends or any, you know, any of my, I didn't know anybody in this business, you know? So it was like, I just, but I just knew that I, I was like, well, if this is available to me. Let me try to do more with it. And so I, at that point, um, left uh, Survivor and I started doing more producing jobs. And I was working as like an associate producer and then like a field producer and then eventually like story producing and then supervising producing. So I kind of started producing um, some shows at that point. But what happened was at the time, uh, like 9-11 happened you know yeah. it's like, I feel like it was so long ago now but 9-11 yeah. happened and so a lot of productions stopped producing because they didn't know what we you know they didn't know what people wanted mm -hmm. but a lot there was a lot of pre-production which um Lynn Spillman over at Survivor she was the casting director and she had always told me like that she thought I would be really great in casting and it always tried to tell me to join her in casting and it, you know it was kind of like whenever you're ready come over to casting and that kind of stuck in my brain. And since there were no producing jobs anymore, uh, my friend Tyler Ramsey, who was a big casting director at the time, he was like, hey, he saw like he saw my organization on something, you know, again, that Virgo shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was like, hey, I need, you know, would you want to do casting with me? I think I'd been asked at this point to do casting so many times that I was like, OK, I got to like I got to take it. So, yeah. I started casting and yeah, I've been doing, I, I've been casting, I was casting for like maybe 20, 25 years. I still do cast. Um, I have a, a, a couple of executive producers who I work for exclusively almost, you know, like, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm a lot choosier now about my gig. So after working for like 20, 25 years in production, maybe like at one point I just got a little, I just was a little disillusioned. I really didn't like where I was, what the jobs I was doing. And to be mm -hmm. honest, the Donald Trump situation. And, you know, I know so many people who worked on, on the apprentice who just regret so oh much. My look. Like they have like PTSD, oh you know? Oh yeah. They <laughs> totally regret making him look like he wasn't a total bozo who like pooped his wow. pants regularly, you know? Uh, <laughs> um, so I kind of felt a little bit of 
like I just wasn't really proud of myself or proud of the jobs that I had been doing because I I was just doing a lot of shows that I I felt like one I didn't feel like they were good for like culturally I didn't I didn't I didn't really like I wasn't really aligned and then um and then the money was getting weird too and then I just didn't feel like I, I don't know I just I just had my own issues with the industry and so as a result, I kind of like stopped taking, you know, a lot of the jobs. And because I was just like, oh, I don't know. My friend invited me to this open house over at the Beach Junkies. They opened a school and they were like, oh, maybe you oh, can come no. on. Let's go hang out and let's just see them because she's friends with them. She's like, oh, let's yeah. go with them, you know. I was like, oh, I'll go with you. And she ended up flaking on me. So I went and I had absolutely zero idea. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to sign up and it's going to be fun. I'll learn this little side trick and it'll be like a good, cool party. But like, were you already into that already? Or like it was just because your friend told you like, hey, there's like this thing going on. You want to go? I am really big in DJ culture. Like I'd been to a lot of the beat junkie parties and a lot of like the events that they were like back, back, back in the day. Um, Yeah. And like, I'm a huge fan of Cut Chemist. He's one of my inspirations. And so I I think I was always like familiar with the music and the style. um, And I'd been to a lot of the parties. Like I said, I, one thing I will say is that like working in film and television, one thing I always felt sort of envious of was, my friends in film and TV that always had photos of themselves as kids, like with a camera in their hand. Oh, got like, you. Oh, yeah. I've always wanted to do film. I've always yeah. wanted to do this. I've always been like, here's photos of me showing that, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't have that, you know, and I, and I, I always, when they'd be like, Oh, how did you get in this? I, I would say the truth, like on a freaking whim, you know, I literally yeah. showed up at the office and got the job, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I always felt like I, I didn't know if that was normal, if that was weird. If I, I always felt, like I said, I felt really envious and a little jealous of like my friends who had like a clear path from the start. And I always, I've always been the kind of person that just kind of, I go wherever opportunity presents itself. Exactly, and, yeah. And that's cool. But, you know, I did always feel like I need, I, I, I wish I had had some sort of, you know, more roots, I guess, to like my career. And it wasn't until I started DJing that I realized that those roots were really deep. It was music mm-hmm. that connected me to, honestly, to some degree, like sort of like an inner child. And yeah. um, it's been, you know, DJing has been really healing for me, you know? Um, and so I, I, at that point, it was funny because I thought, oh, once I learn how to DJ, then I'll do something. Else. It's like, no, every what I'm learning from DJing is that I don't know how to DJ. It's like I'm learning that I know like how little I know every time I learn more, you know? Oh. Um, and so yeah, I think like then that's when I started I started DJing because I thought it'd be fun. And then next I would never have expected to have had a career. I mean, that's that's the part that I finally am kind of over the shock of it. It's taken me a while, but when I think about my career now, it's like my now casting is kind of like my side gig and DJing uh-huh. is my main gig. And yeah, and I like this dynamic a lot better for, for me now, you know. So when you did that, you're by yourself at that at the Beat Junkies. What was it? It was like a free a free thing where you can just sign up and just learn or you actually had to pay for this one. Yeah, so the first one, the open house was free, and they at the time they would let you like scratch. They taught you how to scratch. It was basically the first lesson, so they taught you how to scratch, and 
and had you know they like the basic scratches and stuff like that and I just loved the hands-on approach to it all and I thought like, yeah oh, this could be really cool um mm-hmm. but again I just wanted to have something to do because I entertain a lot of my house so I was kind of like oh I'll have something really kind of fun to do when my friends are here you know I'll DJ yeah. that's what and I thought it would be hilarious to be honest I was like oh this would be so funny if we're all just like drinking and stuff and all of a sudden if I I've had two turntables and a mixer forever you know so I was like I thought it'd be funny if I put out a record and start scratching and I like I just thought that they would think it was hilarious you know I didn't think I didn't think about it further than that but within only honestly within like six to eight months of me going to the beat junkies uh I was being offered jobs you know um a lot of them were from friends that I've known for a very long time who trust my music and they know my music uh, sensibilities and my style and um and so I started working honestly like I started working I started you know I started making money you know um what was one of like gigs like that you were like what so proud of like wow well my first gig ever was with my friend Raina, who happens to be um, Cut Chemist's girlfriend, um, and she hired me for this marketplace, and I played all vinyl for four Ooh. hours. Oh. <laughs> and it's, like, so funny, because now if someone were to ask me to play all vinyl for four hours, I'd, I'd be like, oh, man, I really got to train for this. I really got to do this. I got to prepare. I gotta Why? What's the difference? I thought... I, I know, I know. <laughs> But I, at the time, I was like, oh, yeah, I could do it. I'll just break it, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. Now I, un- I understand that there's more complication to it just because, like, you know, there's – I don't know. More. I don't know. It's, again, yeah. it's all in my head probably. Yeah. But, but it's just, like, just shows a little bit more of, like, my, like, ignorance, I guess, to some degree and how I eat my uh-huh. eagerness. I'm always very, like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And I figure out how to t- – I'm pretty – yeah. Smart, so I kind of – I know. I figure I'll figure it out at some point. Yeah, go with the flow. Just do it. Yeah. But that was like my first gig ever. Um, that was out. That's pretty, that's my, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Already, but, yeah. But my, I think my biggest, the first gig that I took that I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is actually my like, living now. Yeah, like being um, bigger than what you thought. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, I got hired by like the Abrams agency uh, to DJ one of their corporate events. It was like a women's another women's month kind of deal. Oh wow! Uh, and I got paid like I got paid. You know, I got paid really yeah. really well. Um, and I was just like, man, if I only do just I only need to do a few of these like two three of these a month, and I'll be I could live <laughs> really well. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That's 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 fucking badass, honestly. And look at look. I think your story though is a lot better. Like I know you were saying, like, oh, you're envious of like you know the people in production or whatnot in film and how they had the photos or whatnot. But look at you had your, your you had your journey and like you got to where you got. You know, so I think your story overall is like dope. So, <laughs> well, you know what I really Who like about it. If like I like that I have a lot of. I, I, I'm like a cat, you know, I've had so many lives and yeah. <laughs> they're all, they're also, I mean, I had my amateur boxing life, you know, I had what? Like, what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so you did that for a while. That was just like one of your hobbies. Oh my gosh. Amateur boxing. <laughs> yes. It's my favorite. I, again, it's another situation. Do it. 
a friend of mine was like, hey, I want to, you know, I'm going to be turning 40 and I want to do like an amateur bout and, and I'm getting a membership at this gym. <laughs> and do you want to fight like another person? And, you know, and I was going to fight another person like me, like someone that only had a few months of training, you know, and that person yes. ended up getting pregnant. And I was like, man, I've been training for three months. What's happening? <laughs> and they paired me up with to fight this girl. Oh my they God. didn't tell me until after the fight. Uh, I I lost the fight, just so you know. But I they didn't tell me until well, after. You're the one in our eyes. <laughs> well, dude, I was I'm. That's the one thing I will say is I am for sure the people's champ. Like everyone really <laughs> does support me in my career. But but the um, I didn't know until later that the first person I fought, she was like she ended up being like the Golden Gloves champion. Like the next what? two, the next two years, I would have been freaked the fuck out if they. Oh my god. <laughs> so funny fuck so you must have like a lot of like upper arm strength because i don't have any <laughs> i can't even like i've never even been in a fight i don't think <laughs> oh my god well go go to my gym city of angels boxing that's my gym i mean that's how oh, I yeah i do see you post that too yeah that's my boxing fam i'm actually wearing their sweatshirt right now that's like my yeah. boxing fam for real for real and that's how i met junior that's how i met gilly that's how i met you know okay. Yeah, like, you know, I, I, they, that was another pivotal part of my life. Like, they, I, that opened the door to so many friendships and just a lot. I mean, I honestly feel like boxing has helped me in my DJing career, you know, like mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. um, it, it all really does kind of connect, you know? Yeah. What um, other cool things do you do? <laughs> oh my God, what really cool things? Well, I do throw events. I love, coordinating and curating events and oh yeah 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 what you did last thursday you were saying that you had like um it was something going on at gold gold golden road golden road yeah i'm like their resident dj so i i um and i and i throw events with them um i'm working with my friend my friend joe he introduced me to john who is you know in charge of putting together like all the events and stuff like that at golden road and he called me to want to work with me and he wants, you know, wants me to help him curate stuff and, and events at, at like the, the different Golden Roads. Are they on Thursdays or just, um, it just depends? That one was just uh, last, that was just, that was just, you know, just a one-off on that for oh, now. Got it, got it. Um, but we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing more things throughout the year. And we have like, oh, cool. you know, they, they have, they have all these other events that they, you know, kind of want to, to do, you know? And so I just, they call me to kind of just bring in my flavor, I guess. Yeah. And, and that that's actually been the coolest part about this whole process is I've I've really taken the time to, you know, the work that I do, like I said earlier, it's like I, the work that I do is all myself. And it's just like trying to always make myself um, I, I want to learn about other people. I want to learn about different experiences and different um, just, you know, I, I like to learn about everybody and everything and yeah. have a better understanding of everyone around me. And one thing that I've really focused on is like aligning myself with opportunities and jobs and you know things that are like where they allow me to be my fullest self and Mm -hmm. I've really I'm so grateful to be around people who accept me for exact they know me for who I am like I think like one of the biggest things that I get when I get you know when people want to talk to me out in the streets if they've only seen me on social media or on twitch or something like that they're always so shocked that I'm exactly who I am online as who I am in person. You know what I mean? They're like, oh my God, yeah. you're exactly the same. And and I, I kind of am always like, oh, that's so strange. Well, who else would I be? But I understand that it is, 
that some people do maybe, you know, work on, they, they, they have a persona or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I You're have. like, not just me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm able to be like my fullest self, you know? And, and that's, that way there's like no surprises. No one could come at me, you know, two, three, four, five, six months, years, whatever, later in my life and be like, oh, you've changed or whatever. I'm, I might change my views on some things, but I'm always going to be this like full person. That's who yeah. I've been my whole life. And I kind of accept that as part of who I am now. Like I, I try to do, I do my best. My, my side of the street is always clean. I'm not shady. I don't, you know, I'm a pretty trusting and loyal person. Um, if I don't, if there's no beef between me and anybody else, but if there's, that's not to say that there might not be people who beef with me, you know, who have like some beef yeah. with me. But I really would rather just not, if we're not aligned, we're not aligned. And I just don't kick it. I don't, if I don't kick it with you, I don't vouch for you. I just don't, if you, you know, if I'm with you, because I will cheer you on and I'll push you through. But if we, if something happens to where it's not aligned, I would just remove my support and that's it. Yeah. I don't need to do anything else other than that. So I, I keep myself pretty like clear of drama. Uh, and you're like drama free. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my that's God. That's the way I feel like it should be. You know what well, I mean? It is. I feel like that's the way like life should just be like drama free. Uh, just be chill, be happy. Like, why are we like living life miserably? Like, you should just be positive. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. it, it, <laughs> it, 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 your life is not. I don't know. <laughs> well, but, you know I'm so lucky because I get to hang out with people like you know, like Ron Finley, for instance, is like a friend of mine. And yeah. there's a few times that we've gotten to kick it. He's said some things that it's like, dang, like I get to, I just get to go home with this like pearls of wisdom, you know? And like one thing that he always, he said to me one day about my life, and he's like, dude, you are designing the life that you want. And just like to think about living your life by design. Like that's what mm -hmm. I design. I'm designing the life that I want for myself and it's working for me, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm I, very happy for you. <laughs> well, thanks. But I, I've learned that like, anytime I've had any resistance or I've felt any sort of like troubles or problems, it's usually because I'm resisting a change that needs to happen, you know? And so I just check myself and then it, it flows, you know, things kind of, kind of flow. Change isn't easy, but it's necessary for our growth. And so I'm, I think like I'm at the age for sure where I, I can let things go, you know, I, I, I let things go. Absolutely. No, that's, I, I'm the same way, honestly, like everything. That's why I think I was so like intrigued by you. Cause I'm just like, dude, this is me. Like, I love people that are like kind of similar to me totally. <laughs> because I'm very like youthful in that sense too. I'm like, I'm very like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, people would think I'm more weird, but I'm like, nah, just because I'm so fucking happy. Like what? Like, <laughs> and I see you like that. I see you that you're always happy and you're just, you know, just positive and I love that that's awesome I appreciate it well I appreciate like, like like I said it's like what's cool is I get to like meet people like you you know what I mean I get to meet people yeah. like, like, like me like we all kind of share the same exactly like, like you interviewed Angela too and from Hello Stranger and dude mm -hmm. she's, she's hello I know her because of Ben well you know Society of Shadows that's my dude oh um, my god I love Ben yeah 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 that's my dude that's my that's my baby. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love him. I have I have a gigantic folder of visuals that I need to give him. Um, 
be like, I, hey, I was just reminded because I just finished a podcast with your girlfriend to send you this. <laughs> oh my God. I have to. I have this whole, I've been telling him, it's like humongous. And I've got all these like amazing visuals that I just can't do anything with. It's not that I can't, I just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to do anything. I feel like yeah. I need to give them to him because he's so talented in what he Ooh, does. Yes. You need to go to one of his gigs like the I know you're busy and I think I think that's why a lot of times we can't go to each other's gigs and stuff like that because of how busy we are. But just try to check him out. He always does uh, something at Art Bar. It's in um, in Venice, but uh, he does a lot. He does like a video night thing, but it's only once a month. Um, but you should check it out. It's really dope. He has like a few DJs that come up and then they do like he does like his visuals thing and like they all do it. it it's really dope. It's really dope. Uh, he was also doing something over next to Footsies. Oh, the digital debris. Yeah. Yeah. I, he still does that. Yeah. I like that too. I, I, yeah. I, I oh, you got to one of them? Did I well because I play at Footsies every so often and every time oh, I just dope, like dope. in there to see what's going on. And I know he does a really good job there too. So I gotta, I gotta make it like a date night. I gotta, I gotta. Yeah, Go it's just smoke in there. You can drink. You can chill. <laughs> well, that's what I really like. It's that you can just yeah. smoke and just kind of you know. It's it, and it's really like that space is awesome. It I, I is, really and it, they kind of turn into like a movie theater in the back. You can just like sit down, pop up a chair. It's chill. Look yeah, at all I the weird shit around you. Oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Get mesmerized <laughs> off of all the visuals by everyone. It's just dope. But yeah, send that shit to him. <laughs> I know, I will, no, but I that's will. how I met Angela because of Ben. Because I would, I met her like back in the day, like because I used to always go to Dub Club, and so then that's how I met him, and then that's how I met Angela, and then yeah. Oh yeah, I, I Angela is like, yeah, hello. Well, good. like yeah. Back, to, back to saying like how we don't get to hang out because we go, you know, we have our own. Mm-hmm. That's why I work with Angela, dude. I like, I was getting honestly, I was getting so fucking tired of being like, dude, let's kick Not it. Like, yeah, dying, you know. Fuck it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you know what? Then if I gotta work, if we gotta work together so that we can kick it, then that's what yeah. we do. Yeah. Hey, that's the best. See, look at that's another added bonus, you know? You're doing what you love, but you're also doing it with your friends, your people, your fam, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's 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 really like I said, it's it's to get to to get to like build and create with mm-hmm. people that are like minded and all we all we all benefit you know what i mean we're all helping each other and we're all i mean that's the only way to do it i mean you can't what what do they say it's like if you want to if you want to get somewhere what is this like if you want like you, you basically if you want to get somewhere faster you know do it with someone else you know yeah yeah well do you have any shows coming up what are what are your schedules for like the rest of the month Oh my god! I have so many things. I have a I have a really awesome gig on Wednesday with Netflix. I'm doing like the women's uh, women's day, you know, women's month event there for their brunch. Oh wow! Um, awesome. Yeah, that's that's cool. I have like a really cool gig with Netflix every once in a while that I do. Um, and then I have I have a private a, a private party. It's gonna be Studio Fifty Four vibes with this woman who used to dance at Studio Fifty Four. I'm really Ooh. excited about that. What? When is that? I know, right? This is Pasadena. It's like cool. Event. Ooh, but- Pasadena too. What? Okay, it's, it's so. When cool. I need to look, I need to look it up now. I need to look for the flyer or whatever. I know, right? And then, um, what else do I have? I've got, you know, my Vibras Neta is like my party that I throw at Mi Corazón. Which- yeah, like what are your like residencies? Like, where do you usually, um, where can we usually catch you? Maybe like on a weekday, like every week, maybe. 
Well, so Vibras Neta is where I'm at, at Mi Corazon in Silver. Like, I'm there once a month. It's usually, like, now it's kind of, like, fluctuating. It's, like, it's on a Friday. But what I really like about that gig is that it's it's at a restaurant, so it's it's all ages. So it's from 5 to midnight. Oh, and I mean, cool. I, and, and it's part of, like, my Friends Over Followers group, which means I, I just want it's – a, it's a place for us to all have to connect. So I yeah. get other DJs to come in and play with me and – um, just kind of share and we just kind of get to collaborate together uh, along the same lines because because of like what you had said you know how I would never see my friends if I if I yeah. didn't stay with them you know so it's kind of a way for us to kind of reunite see what we're doing hang out have some drinks and then for our friends who have kids they could come by and also have dinner with them and kind of enjoy really great music with their friends you know um, so I, I try to make that I try to make that like my family friendly party. I want to have at least one family friendly party per month at the very, very minimum, you know? Yeah. So, so that's no, like just the thinking. One. I don't think anybody, <laughs> that's awesome. Cause you know, you're thinking about everybody. People want yeah. a lot of people. Everyone like, wants dude, to be, you know, fan, even people that have kids, you know? So it's good that you did that. Yeah. Well, it's a real bummer for a lot of people who have kids who are just mm-hmm. like, oh, I have kids now. I can't go out anymore. I yeah. go <laughs> so <something."> funny. <laughs> I have kids now. I can't do nothing. I know. They're like hating their lives. It's like, oh, dude, you just got to find another event that works for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've got that one. But then I'm also going to be DJing at the at the Mi Vida Quinceañera Hello Stranger on the 18th. I'll be doing the late night set. Oh, um, dope. And that's going to be really awesome at Hello Stranger. It's, you know, Mi Vida, my friends, Dom and Noel, they're celebrating 15 years of Mi Vida. So... You know, that's good. That's, you know, they're inviting a bunch of other DJs that have, you know, that have been there. And it's, that's good. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm the LA County Parks and Rec resident DJ, too. So oh, I, shit. that's dope. I've, I've got like some, like an event with them. I have the Saturday takeover on the 25th at Hello Stranger with my girl 5150 Steph and a bunch of other DJs. And that's like a Twitch party that's coming to real life that I'm really happy about. Um, I'm at the I'm at the Weed Maps. I, I I'm DJing at Weed Maps at the end of the month. They're having um, like a private event, or is like an event that we can all go to? No, that's a private event too, uh-huh. and that's that's cool. Oh, I'm you like know what? Weed Maps on the, the twenty sixth. I have also um, Sunday Funk Day at the Continental in, in uh, Fullerton. It's on so a Sunday. That's, yeah, that's on a Sunday, and that's gonna be cool. Like I believe chicken. that's that usually like also like with kids too so fun that's cool um and then you know what's a good one you should come to uh on the 31st i'm gonna be djing at the brightly have you ever been to the brightly in hollywood no well it's like a it's like a private social club but on the days that i dj i get to invite my friends so it's okay yeah i'm down but i'll be doing an event there from like 7 30 to 10 30 um in hollywood at the brightly and it's going to be like east la vibe so i'm going to have a lot of Ooh, like, I love that. local artists yeah. yeah it's going to be really cool i mean i i get asked to do all these really awesome gigs and i just like that's what i do today like the beginning of the week i spend on just prepping music and and you know kind of looking at what i've got coming up and you know, I just, I just really spent a lot of time in music and I, I'm just grateful for that. So getting into that. Okay. I always like to ask, um, five questions, uh, just, you know, just to kind of change it up a little bit for us to get to know you a little bit more. Um, but now that you're saying that, okay. So like first question, how, yeah. How do you spend like your day? Like say like out of 
it could be whatever. Just how do you usually normally spend your day? Well, I typically, my friends will all tell you, I sleep a lot. So I will sleep <laughs> until 10 o'clock, you 11. know, 10, yeah. 10 or 11. If I had a good, good, uh, like an overindulgent day, I'll sleep. Well, imagine you're freaking working late night too, you know? So. Yeah, oh, totally. So I'll sleep until like 10, 11. And then I get up and I usually, I try to do a workout. If I can't go to my gym, I walk to my coffee shop round trip. Oh, it's three miles, so I walk down, and it's a cool. It's my opportunity to walk, you know, by all the different shops yeah. and say hi to everyone. I'm really social, so I'll walk down and say hi to everyone, and then come back up, and that's like my good workout for the day. And then, um, and then I spend a lot of time in my garden. I I have a really awesome garden, so I will, you know, I will go outside in the garden. Right now, it's been a little bit cold, so I just leave the doors open and look at my garden. But yeah, I, I like, you know, I like to spend. I. I buzz my computer out and I work on my emails a lot of the clerical stuff the side of the, the clerical and boring side of DJing and then and then I get into my music I start I look at what events I have coming up in the week and then I prep different crates and, and just kind of put together a vibe that it, it's just more of a general vibe that I would want to go with and then yeah. but most of the time when I DJ it's it's a lot of freestyle like where I just kind of see where my emotions lead me you know where the vibe is, is taking me and, and so I like that because I feel like that's what people catch like I think people really yeah. catch the vibe when they when they watch me DJ and they could tell when I'm on one you know exactly yeah yeah and that's what's cool that's what we love that's what we want to see you know we want to see the passion coming out we want to see all of that coming out of you you know what I mean <laughs> oh yeah and especially like during the pandemic I know that that's something that was I was really popular on like with like the people that would watch me on Twitch, it was really cool because like they really, I think they wanted to just escape to some degree, mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. so. And you made it fun for them. Yeah. Home, it's like, you know, you know it could be entertaining because it's ridiculous, you know? Yeah. I think I'm in general, my friend Paul admitted to me today that he <laughs> does think I am very funny. And that is the one oh. thing that I think if you, I, I'm always happy when someone says I'm funny because I think I'm really funny. So I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I should be taken so seriously sometimes. Like people that aren't, like I said, the, the people that kind of are like, I don't know, that don't really yeah, like me, yeah. I think it's because they take me too serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get you. So you kind of answered my second question. I was going to say, are you a morning person or a night person? But I think you're more of a night person. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. No way am I a morning person. Um, what's your favorite type of food? Ooh, my favorite type of food. Like, what's your go-to? Like, what do you have to have at least, like, no matter what, of, yeah, a few times a week? Like, it's your go-to. You know, I know this is going to sound super generic and everyone probably, but of course, I love tacos. Like, that's yeah. I will eat. I will eat tacos morning, noon, and night. Like, that is something, like, every kind of taco. I don't, I don't care. Mm. I, I have tacos. I have three different tacos. Tattoos even, like, lengua tacos? What's that? You even, like, lengua tacos? I'll eat lengua, I'll eat cabeza, I'll what? eat pipa. Yeah. My mom loves fucking, she loves lengua tacos. Like, oh. that's her go-to. I'm like, I cannot eat that. I don't know why. I just can't. But I bet you if I try it, it's probably so bomb. Oh, and you gotta try. You can't say you can't. I, you know, I, just try can't. It. I don't know why. Just knowing it's lengua. I'm like, how am I gonna eat a fucking tongue right now? Like, no. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you eat meat. You're eating like a rib. I know, but 
I'm not, you know, like I was raised like that to think that way. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. It's like it's normal to eat meat. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna end up making like a bomb lengua dish over here. I don't, you know? I don't even know. You're gonna surprise me, like, hey girl, I fucking made this bomb ass food. Come over. <laughs> I, I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to trick you. It's gonna be like fear factor. I'll just trick you. Like, you'll see. I guess you over here. It's so, so good. I love lengua. Um, I know you're gonna be like, what the fuck, girl? What's your favorite song? <laughs> ah! Okay, I, I have so many favorite songs, but you've at least like, song... like okay, it could even be top three, you know, top whatever. But like your go-to, like you have to listen to it. Yes, every day, more than once, type of thing. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I do have, I do have a funeral song. So I have a theme. Like I've been, this has been like my thing for like twenty years plus. One song that I would want my theme to my like my, the theme to my funeral is this one song and it's rhythm rhythm of the night by DeBarge, and the reason is because that that is for sure my theme song. It's either that one or Electric Feel by by what? the yeah. the rhythm of the night. This is the that one. No, everyone always oh. thinks it's that one. No, it's rhythm it's of the mine. night. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. I got you. Know what song I'm talking about? <laughs> I know, yeah. No, I like pieces. Song... You think that joke so thing, good. right? With the rhythm of the night one, where they like, or isn't it? No. Who is Maybe it? it isn't. It's like a joke where they're like when they are singing that song, the rhythm of the night song. Well, the one that I was saying. Oh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the night of the Roxbury. He, like it's something just so silly, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no, that's like a super silly nineties nineties <laughs> house. So that funny. Like, that was my Crown Royal promo days. Like, oh, I used to be a I used to be a Crown Royal uh, go go dancer. What? <laughs> hey, that's something else you did. Look, I know. My God, I'm telling you. <laughs> Crown Royal back in the day was my thing. That's what I was telling Ben actually yesterday. I was like, dude, I was like so into Crown and Coke and Jaeger bombs. Ew. Yeah. I can never do that again. <laughs> I played I played a house set the other night on, on Twitch and someone on, on Twitch was like, dang, you're making me want to order a Long Island iced tea. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? I was just playing this like shitty nineties house. Not shitty, but you know, oh, cheesy nineties house. They're like, man, like kind of you're kind of putting me in the mood for a Long Island iced tea. I was like thinking, I'm like, damn, I, I was drinking Midori Sours at this time. Oh. oh my god, Midori Sours too. Yeah, that's so funny. All the drinks back in the day. Oh my god. Um, what's your favorite color? I love purple. I, purple has like been my favorite color probably my whole life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple is my favorite color. And pink, pink, pink. Pink is always yeah, my favorite. Like the pink and purple is always good. Um, What's your IG handle so everybody can follow you? My IG handle is L.A. Bellatini. People call me La Bellatini, too, since on Yeah, I was like just going to say that. I was like, we didn't even go over your DJ name. Yeah, yeah, I do the same thing. I'll say, like, L.A. Bellatini, or I'm like, La Bellatini. I don't know. Or else I'm just like, isn't it just, like, Bellatini? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? I've been called all of those things. La Bellatini, L.A. Bellatini, Bellatini, Bella. Um... I like all of them. Honestly, I think I'm I'm fine with all of them. I, I never thought, I don't know why I didn't think La Bellatini was like, I was like, huh, why do people do that? But of course, duh, it looks like La Bella fucking T. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but like, I like it all. I like it all. I, I, I think Wait, like, so what's your Instagram again? La Bellatini. Yeah, L.A. Bellatini um, or La Bellatini. That's my Venmo too, so if anybody wants to send me money. <laughs> 
so funny um okay last words this is your chance like it could be anything you want more of i usually like for people to leave off more with like a positive note maybe something to like inspire someone else or like something you've learned from somebody it could be anything but it's your last words i i really i really sticking with is living my life by design like i do i do think that being i i understand like the privilege i experience and like all the opportunities that have been presented to me due to you know my upbringing or just like you know it, it's not been easy but i will say that what makes it easy is consistency like you know how they say like a you know rolling stone gathers no moss right and it's just like uh-huh. yeah just keep on going like there have been so many moments where I've just been like, dang, what the heck? Like another bad thing's happening or this other tra- tragedy or this other thing. And yeah. the one thing that has helped me get through all those things is just consistency and just continuing to go towards just living a, a good life. And so if if nothing else, if like nothing else is working for you and you're having a bad day, just all I do is I sit and I think about what are the good things. Like I, I really 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 live my life in gratitude and i i just like focus on the things that are really good when things are when things are not going well i focus on the things that are going well so that that way and i just expand on that you know and so i think like continuing to keep going and expanding on the things that are working for you is something i would advise anybody and i and i watch like i i'm i'm testament and I've seen my friends change with that kind of ideology and, and like you know the different friends that come in my life share that same kind of vibe and and as a result we you know are thriving and we're really happy if nothing else even when we're kind of down and out we still are happy and that's like the that's the key you, you can't do and it doesn't matter if you're making tons of money and you're super successful in your job and you're not happy then what's the freaking point you know exactly so I focus well, on I focus on like being joyful and on cultivating joy. Like I consider myself a joy cultivator, and and so it's like I just I focus on that side of it. And you know what? But when you're sad and when you're upset, I'm okay. I, I allow myself and my friends. Fortunately, they allow me time to be sad and upset. But even even in my sadness, I will say that I do find joy, comedy, and, and just like you know humor and a lot of things. And I think just I'd say just keep going and. Um, focus on the happy. That's it. <laughs> I love it. No, it's great. It's just what I wanted. <laughs> See, that's why it, that's this is exactly why I wanted you to be on this episode because I wanted to celebrate women that are powerful, that are in the scene, LA scene, doing their thing, doing what they love, being free, being who they want to be. You know, that's what it's what about. You know, we need to just do what we want and be happy. So, oh, thank yeah. you for raising us on that note. That was awesome. Oh, no, but, thank um, you. And, I, and thank you for doing this, too, because it's cool, like, seeing Angela and, and listening to all the different other women that you've interviewed. No, uh, dude, so. I've been doing this for, like, almost three years. I go way back to, like, recording, like, um, do you know Tumex and, like, um, yeah. there's just so many other artists that I've recorded. Even when you're saying Cultivating Joy, I'm like, oh, my God, I have an episode on that. I have an episode. His name's Kemp's. He's, like, a more of, like, a drum and bass DJ and, like, um, MC. 
but uh, he did an episode on uh, cultivating joy. And yeah, I have several episodes. Check them out when you're bored, when you're traveling. Just go and listen, see what artists you want to listen to. Yeah, but, um, that's what I was so impressed by it. I was like, oh, cool. This is awesome. And that's the point. This is the point of my episode. I, I, Because even what you were saying earlier, that's what I was like, hey, we're on the same page pretty much. Because same thing. I love hearing people's stories. I love hearing like how they like created their life and like what they're doing. And, you know, I love all that. I, I think it's dope. I, I see you doing your thing and I want to know like the behind the scenes, like, okay, cool. How did she get there? Like, this is so cool. Like, how did she become who she is? Or, you know what I mean? Like people sometimes don't give you that chance or maybe don't approach you and ask you these questions. They just see you as like, oh, cool. She's the DJ. She's famous or like, you know, and they don't, they don't get to know like the real Isabel. Oh my God. No one's trying to fucking say I'm famous, girl. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? You know, like there are people that like probably travel from other places. Like, for example, like my cousin, my cousin, she goes to Hello Stranger events, but they probably see you as like, like, you know, you're not thinking it, but they see you as like this like famous DJ that probably is like DJing all over the place and like doing her thing. You know, people, you, you never know what they think. So yeah, I know. I, I, I definitely have had people. I've had people like, hit, like I've been walking around. Imagine like, you're even doing um, like Netflix stuff. You're doing freaking weed. <laughs> things. You're doing things that are like with like major like companies and like networks and so no sure you're fucking famous <laughs> <laughs> well i hope to meet you soon next time i'll definitely uh try to check out one of your events and i'll go and introduce myself and hopefully i can catch you on that march 31st one yeah hit me I mean, I mean, I, I, I'll invite, you, I'll invite you to my house if you eat a lengua taco. Yeah, I was going to say, if Isabel makes it or if she hooks me up with one, fuck it, I'll eat it. <laughs> that'll be oh like a bet or like, that'll be like her thing. <laughs> like, that's going to be like lengua tacos with Bellatini. Like, so watch. Gonna, dude, trust believe. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. <clears throat> well, um, this episode, I'm going to edit out edit out maybe a little few like little blooper thingies maybe. And then um, this will be up tomorrow on Spotify. And then I'll send you the link and then all that good stuff. Okay, cool. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, awesome. Come out. You let me know when you want to come out or whatever. Like, I'm. I'm always down to hang. Like, I got two girlfriends right now downstairs just doing work on their computers while we're all chilling. You know? so, <laughs> like, just do me. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> you know? Well, like, yeah. this, this is how we do it around here. Yeah, I'll definitely hit you up. All or right. you do the same. All right, cool. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Smoke, too. You smoke, you're a stoner. Yeah, I, I, I literally am. I'm going to be. I've got tons of weed. So you let me no, know. I got, like, that's, all, yep, that's, that's me. <laughs> you, know, we, you know, we got it going on over here. You know the vibes. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I hope to catch you soon. All right, talk to you soon. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. Uh, You know, your continued support, it means a lot. I appreciate everyone that showed up to the show. It was just so great seeing all of you. I haven't seen a lot of friends and family um, in years, and it was great to see you guys. Thank you so much. It means tons you have you have no idea um i am glad my vision came to life uh and i'm excited for what's next check out art share and check out art share's website the pieces are up um on shopify definitely check them out um if you're interested and want to inquire for one just 
Um, you can send an email or I believe you can leave a comment as well in the, uh, on the actual Shopify site. Um, purchase one, check them, check them out. Um, there are a lot of great pieces in there. All of them are so good. Um, I have two in there, but I decided, I, I don't know. I, I didn't want to put them up for sale, but then I decided to, and then now I just keep going back and forth. I don't know. They're really dope pieces that are some of my first ones, and I never really do stuff like that, and I just thought this was really cool, and I, I want to keep it. I love keeping my pieces, um, but, uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for going to the shows. Uh, thank you for all your continued support. I appreciate it. And up next, so um, next week we have uh, quite a few artists. Uh, we're doing Arthur Carrillo. Um, I think also we have Danny Torres on there. Um, we also have Ramon Ramirez. And last, Johnny Marr, I believe. So we're going to have four artists from the uh, Just a Girl exhibit on the next episode next Tuesday check it then that'll be part four and um, I have a few more left and uh, yeah let's continue celebrating Women's History Month all the powerful women in our lives Uh, much love to you all peace